This is totally the first time we've done this intro, and we are professional. I am one half of um, the tag team champions of the world, uh, Ben Rosenthal, and I am joined by uh, the man who was behind the grassy knoll, Floppy Staric. Hello, people of Earth. See, told you I did it. Yeah, did what? That's the first time I'm hearing that, is that the catchphrase. The first time I've used that catchphrase. The very first time I've ever heard any of this and uh, ever made any jokes about you killing a former president of the United States. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's probably a little bit controversial. No, not really. No, there's nothing we haven't heard before. Back and to the left. What? Nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, but unfortunately, um, JFK isn't the only one who couldn't be with us tonight. No. Uh, unfortunately, Anto couldn't be here as well. Anto's on a top secret mission, isn't he? Uh, isn't he uh, floppy? Correct. What's well, that? he was. He was? Yeah, he was on a top secret mission. Oh, not now? His top secret mission was to drive JFK. Oh, really? Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> and how's that going now? Well, messy. <laughs> Just in the grey area. Just, yeah, very much the grey matter. I mean, area. Anyway, we've got a special uh, computer uh, pracker, pracker. Pracker? I won't say programmer pro? and hacker together. Pro, pro hacker? Uh, pro hacker the rapper, Jazz! Woo! Hi, everyone. Uh, you have to talk into the mic, Jazz. Oh, hi, everyone. That's the Can one. You hear me? Uh, Jazz, you're almost like a, uh, a, a almost a full time member. I reckon you may have done more shows than Anto this year. I don't know about that. I think you probably beat it. You're going to be beating him at um, quiz on your face. I think. Oh right. I'll make sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've got a show for you, uh, full of uh, sunshines and lollipops and rainbows and all the things everywhere. That, uh, wonderful when you are with me. Uh, I'm not. I really want to break into a song there. Oh, it was hard not to. Um, but how do we usually do this? We talk about stuff we've been playing. But before uh, we do, we've been playing. we should probably plug hackthedino.com where you can go ahead and uh, find everything we do that's Hack the Dino related. Some of you during the week may have noticed that Floppy was streaming a game that we will get into very, very shortly. I did. Um, you will also see all not our, successfully. our TikTok links and our, our Instagram links and all that sort of stuff that we're all trying to be a bit more productive on. I'm trying to be a bit more productive on Twitter through the uh, Hack the Dino account, but I can't guarantee that it will continue because that place is ruled by a jerk. Uh, also, horrible people. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, old mate. Yeah, old, old mate. mate. doofus. Old mate, uh, my parents have blood diamonds. Um, but, yeah, cool. Words coming out my mouth. Hackthedino.com, head on over there. Uh, if you could also give the podcast a bit of a five-star review. Uh, a just thumbs up. A bit of a thumbs up. Head on over to Spotify and on, on your your little mobile app and, and you press the five stars. Um, not like that one person who did four stars. So we got a 4.9% rating of something like 52 reviews or whatever it is. That's pretty good. That's very cheeky. Very, very cheeky. Uh, but yeah, do that. Do the things. Head on over to YouTube. Like the videos that we put up every now and then and uh, share us around. Share, share us around with your friends. Just pass us around. Just share us around. Just splatter us all over the bonnet of a car like a former president did. We went to two different... Very different places with that. <laughs> uh, Floppy, I know you've got a uh, bit of a game to review, so I'll I jump in did. and uh, go first with what we've been playing this week. What have you been playing, Ben? Well, see, I've been playing a lot of 3DS games, which I'll get into a little bit later on, because we are going to say farewell to the 3DS and the Wii U. It's officially 
officially going away. Um, so uh, we, we will uh, look at that later. Um, but during the week, a uh, friend of the channel, uh, Game Boy Dad. Yes. Uh, Giro, cool Giro Espresso. I like him. Uh, makes, makes good coffees. Great coffee. Fantastic makes coffee. Lovely coffee. Awesome coffee. Good man. cakes too. Yeah, but the coffee's a little bit better. It's all right. oh, the coffee's he, great. I feel like he does as best as he can with his material. <laughs> he exceeds what he can do with that material. Spends, Let me spends coffee. <laughs> uh, no kidding. My uh, business partner went into Game Boy Dad's cafe once, undercover, because that's what he likes to do. Undercover. Undercover. Like, undercover didn't announce who he coffee. was and just ordered a coffee. And he called me after he'd been there and went, this is the best time, uh, best way I've ever tasted our coffee from this place. So just a, a shout out Giro to... Giro Espresso. Giro Espresso. Espresso. I said the Espresso. Yeah, you don't do that. I never do that. I, really I legit should. tell people off for that. You should. I it's do. a crime against humanity. Much like assassinating former US presidents. Um, so anyway, what were we talking about? Game Boy Dad sent me a message just saying, uh, oh, you might want to get on this. And for $35, he sent me a link to this game. Now, for the podcast listeners, this is Final Fantasy Tactics for the Game Boy Advance. That's, that's not a game to throw away. That is not a game that you generally sell for $35. Um, I, uh, I, I jumped on it because this person was also selling other games. Now, um, I did know, I believe his name's Ryan. After we met and had a chat and I purchased uh, what I'm about to show you of him, it did follow me on Instagram and did follow the Hack the Dino account. So at the risk of... Um, Possibly even watching right now? Yeah, I, I, I won't say how much these are worth, but people can look them up if they want. Uh, but these are all for my collection, don't worry. I'm not being Mr. Reseller. They're not for the Retro Challenge. These are all going into my these personal mint, collection. By the way, these someone who's fantastic. sitting next to them and looking at them, these are unreal. So Final Fantasy Tactics is a very well-known game. Uh, $35, that's exceptionally good value. Uh, but that wasn't all. So, as I was talking to uh, Ryan, he also put up a couple of other games. Two of which were Fire Emblem and Fire Emblem The Sacred Stones. Unreal. Again, first party property of Nintendo. Not really something... like These were a bit more expensive. Actually, no, they weren't. They were $35 as well. So, they were both uh, a good, good old price of the three and the five put together. Uh, and again, as Floppy said, these are mint, these are cl uh, complete, they've got all the inserts in there, they've got the manuals, they've got the, even the posters that came it's with so the games clean. as well. There's not a ding in them. They have been kept since, like, I believe this person purchased them brand new. I'm surprised you didn't have um, like sheets on them, like covers on them, because they look like they've had covers on them. Yeah, well, absolutely. They're going to have covers on them. Um, then as I was driving there to meet uh, Ryan uh, to pick up the games... Uh, another game went up and he, uh, he, he drove back <laughs> to get it for me because I said, oh, I really want that one. And it is Street Fighter Alpha 3 he gave to me you for like $40. I do. Uh, so with this, I believe I now own every Nintendo release of Street Fighter. Mm. Like this was That's the last one cool. I needed because this was an expensive game because that it had such cool. a low run. Uh, so Street Fighter Alpha 3, again, fantastic condition. Uh, and how good is this uh, guy for just like going back to his house? Because I met him in a park. What a nice... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's how they started talking. <laughs> <laughs> By the um, way, what do you like? Oh, I like uh, games. Oh, me too. Yeah, games. Um, hide the sil Anyway, uh, I have this now and I think that collects my uh, finishes my Street Fighter collection because I've decided I'm not really going to go for anything else. I just want the Nintendo ones. So that's done. 
Then... Pity you didn't get an Xbox 360 on. Missed out. Then, the big ones. Oh, yeah, this is unreal. They weren't the big ones. Uh, so, I did see this and went, yeah, I'll grab that one if I can. Boxed complete Metroid Fusion for the Game Boy Advance. I'm on a bit of a Metroid kick at the moment. So am I. <laughs> because Prime's fantastic. Mm. Um, so... With that, besides um, the remake of that came out on the 3DS, um, I only needed this and one other game to, ha- I think, have every uh, Metroid release on, on every Nintendo system. Yeah. And that Metroid game was uh, the remake that they did on the Game Boy Advance called First Mission, which yep. is a very expensive, mm-hmm. very sought-after game. If only you had that one. If only I had it right here in my goddamn <laughs> hands, baby. Look at that. Oh my gosh. Like, that this is a is, phenomenal pickup. This is one game I actually didn't ever think I'd own because I'm not a huge Metroid fan. Like, I'll pick them up if I find them. Yeah, that um, is. That is un- I noticed that one is already. This, yeah, I took, this, I took out one of my other games and went, yeah. nope, that can wait. <laughs> this one's going Sorry, straight Zelda. in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Metroid Zero Mission is a super expensive game. And when he uh, gave it to me after I paid him the money, I just sort of looked at it and went, oh, you, you have no idea. <laughs> what getting this game and he just goes oh I'm glad it's going to a collector you know you're doing me a favour and I looked at him and went oh no, 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 no. <laughs> you are doing me a big favour my friend um, yeah absolutely and that's complete as well the I don't have to search the most amazing part was when Ben agreed to let me play them and borrow them yeah that was amazing because it didn't happen you oh, lying fib face what do you ex- face. what do you expect from uh, the man who assassinated JFK but be a liar well just you know Maybe be a little more scared. <laughs> nah. It's a lucky shot. There's no luck about that, mate. That First two missed. Magic bullet. First two missed. That's all did I'm going to say. They did. Did they really? One or did they the go exactly where they were meant what, to? What, in the bonnet of the car and then his yes. shoulder? Yes. Yeah. Mm. 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 Anyway, part floppy. Of plan. Yes, mate? Um... What what do you what do you what are you been done? Well, I have been playing a little game that we were lucky enough to get uh, a review code from mm-hmm. from IO Interactive. Thank you, IO Interactive. Thank you, IO Interactive. For so yes, this is trusting a... us with uh, a, a code that we that you would like us to play and then talk about. So yeah, full disclosure, we we got this game for free and Correct. floppy played it. Yeah, uh, so we played a little. Well, I played a little game called Hitman Freelancer, um, which we have a vid for. Coming up real soon. Coming up. Uh, so this is a single-player mode from Hitman 3, post-campaign. Oh, excuse me. Uh, this combines like roguelike elements and strategic playing with the customizable safe house that you now have. So post-campaign, mm-hmm. you can now have uh, single-player content still that you don't have to go back and play through the missions of the campaign. You get to go out and do missions from your like a home base like a hub world yeah essentially like a hub world uh so it's set after hitman 3's epilogue so 47 which is you as the hitman and diana which is your handler i like the way that uh, 47's the only video game character i could ever le- ever possibly hope oh, to cosplay dude, when i was playing this there was chats about you oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> you there was chats i think it was me and townsy i think it was, Town- was it townsy no who was someone was watching with me maybe it was game boy dad oh well or maybe it was we are robots Oh, well, either way, yeah. all we can um, say is that, yes, I'll kill you all. Yeah, basically it was a cosplay of Ben. Mm. Uh, so you play as 47, as per normal in a Hitman game, uh, and Diana, your handler, but now you are not working for the ICA, which is the company that, the assassination 
mm-hmm. company that you worked for before, uh, you're freelancing. You're on your own. You know, when you said ICA, I mm-hmm. immediately thought IGA. Um, yeah, yeah, well, that makes fits too. <laughs> which I thought, hang on. That, that, for those American listeners, IGA is a supermarket chain over here in Australia. <laughs> Uh, so you have to eliminate and dismantle new civilian enemy syndicates that have popped up all over the place. Uh, each campaign is comprised of like four syndicates, uh, and they range in difficulty, getting harder. Uh, each syndicate, the player works their way through three to six missions in uh, whichever order you want, because that's the cool thing about these things. The Hitman games are very open to interpretation and how you would like to achieve them. Do you want to go in guns blazing? Do you want to set traps? Do you want to sneak around? They are very, very cool like that. And they have gotten more and more open, I think, and have had they're like, there's almost probably an immeasurable amount of ways that you can achieve your goals, which is awesome. Um, after each mission, 47 returns to the safe house to restock and resupply. The destination left until last will become a showdown with a syndicate leader. So you can do them in any order, but whichever one you do last will be where your showdown is mm-hmm. with your syndicate leader. And you must be identified by a number of different suspects. So you have to go and figure out who the syndicate leader is as well. You can sneak, you can disguise yourself, you can blend in by doing certain things. I was blending in by fishing at one point. You can bend in. You can yeah. bend over in. Um the whole roguelike element comes in when any gear that you lose or use in a mission. Doesn't is no longer available later. So you have to scrounge and then take things back to your safe house to have them available for later missions. So that's where that like strategy and planning comes ahead, which means you do kind of have to do it a few times to get to know the level and to know what you want to be able to achieve in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are lots of ways of doing things, which is very, very cool. Uh, we found out very quickly when I streamed it that it has been way too long since I played a Hitman game and I sucked hard. <laughs> but it is... Definitely one of those. One more time. Oh, just one more. One more. Just, oh, I'll one give more it one more crap. I learned a little bit more about that one. I know where they go. I know the path that they took. I'll give it one more shot. Um, it looks really impressive. There is a lot of interactive stuff. Like you can go through and pick up. We had this, I had this funny little thing going. We were seeing how much I could fit into my magic pockets. Oh. And I had like garden forks and hammers and wrenches and a bottle and uh, just all sorts of things that you could do that you can fit into your magic pockets. And you pockets. can pretty much use any of them to you can. assassinate so people. There is, there is lots of things that you come in contact with where he says you can like, um, you can puncture this oil drum and make it oil spill, but you need a screwdriver to do it. Right. You could, um, you could set off a, a life raft, but you need a wrench. You can poison some. You can poison some food, but you need to go find the rat poison somewhere. Mm. Uh, so it's very, very cool, and I, I can't even imagine the amount of work the writers must have to go through to be able to, you know, come up with all the different things that you can think of. Not only the writers, this. imagine the game devs oh, <laughs> have to dude. program all this in. Yeah, have to program all this. Like, and it's unreal. It's a roguelike. Yeah, like which means it's procedurally generated. H- how? How? So um, I found a couple of different ways. I, I did try and do the sneaky thing, but right at the start, when you're not familiar with the area, it makes it quite hard because you don't know where you're supposed to be going. Right. And I may have preemptively killed some people and then tried to steal their clothes. I need to realize that I can't steal their clothes, so I was just creating a pile of dead people on a beach. Nice. Uh, if we put up the whole footage, you can go back and watch that. That was um, embarrassing and funny uh, until I did finally decide how to identify people whose clothes I could steal. But it's really funny. It's really funny. Like you steal their clothes, and you still are incredibly bald with a tattoo. Yep. No one notices you. No. It's just instant. You're like a Scooby Doo yep. disguise. Yep. It's great. Um, it was really cool. I am going to go back and play and stream some more. 
Um, hopefully, maybe at some point this weekend, I have an incredibly busy work schedule, but uh, I'm going to try and do that and see if I can't actually get all the way through some of the missions. If you I had did- to liken it to a, a dinosaur, so this is the new rating program that I've if just To a dinosaur? Of. So, like, obviously... Easy. Um, so, the, the, the best, the absolutely have to buy this is mm-hmm. clearly a Triceratops. Okay. Um, then, yeah, pretty good, Tyrannosaurus Rex. No, it's not. Um, and then further down, Velociraptors above Tyrannosaurus Rex. No, because Velociraptors a little chicken. Pachycephalosaurus is above the Tyrannosaurus Rex. All right, I'll give you. Uh, if Triceratops is number five, Pachy's number four, mm-hmm. T Rex number three, Ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus is number two. Okay. And one's a little uh, pissant compy. All right, where would I put this? Yep. Uh, Pachycephalosaurus. So three, good three. Yep. Oh, uh, no, that was four. A four? Yeah. Okay, a good four. Four out of, yeah, yeah cool. Uh, four out of five. Four it's out of five dinosaurs. Pachycephalosaurus. Pachycephalosaurus. That's the one. Out of Triceratops. That's it. That's an mm-hmm. official Hack the Dino review. Uh, that's an official, uh, that's an official rating. rating scale used by many, many uh, important mm. people mm-hmm. Um, mm. around Ben's house. Yep. Um, Me, actually. Uh, mm. Triceratops and everyone. But yeah, there we go. But yeah, I... Uh, it's great. If you like the Hitman games, I think you'd really dig this one. And I have liked the Hitman games for for many years and played them all through. Like, well, I was on PS2, but yeah. 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 PS3. Cool. Awesome. Rad. So get all your packies together. Do it. And, I, yep, I'm moving on. Get all on. your what together? Pachycephalosaurus. Packies. Oh. And you have to talk into the mic, Jazz. <laughs> okay. You, you can pull the mic towards you. Okay. It's on a movable arm. Okay. Um, anyway, let, let's talk about some things that have to do with other things that are happening in the world of video games in a segment we like to call What's Happening in the World with Video Games. In other parts of the world that have video games. Parts of the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, GDC's underway. Not the GDC stands for floppy? Game Developers Conference. Correct. And basically ding, it ding, is... Ding, ding. What is it? What, what is the GDC? What is the... It's the Game Developers Conference. Yeah, it's basically they, game they come developers. They and say, this is what we're doing. Yep. All to get together. Uh, and act very responsibly. They do things like vote on the game developers game of the year of the last year and um, other rewards. So new, it's underway now as we record this. It's currently the 25th, is it? 25th? Of, it's, it's 24th here. 24th. It's currently the 24th. So where this is getting recorded, it's the 23rd still. Right. Uh, so it is underway at the moment as we record this. So obviously more news may come out. Uh, but Elden Ring obviously won the GDC game of the year with God of War. Ragnarok winning a whole bunch of other awards. Uh, what was really cool so far is Epic had a big uh, Unreal Engine 5 sort of like um, Showcase? conference. Showcase, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing looks unreal from what I've seen. Yeah, Bobom Tish. Is that what I sent you today? Yes, it is. Okay, cool. So Look at that jazz like just in, like getting us all up to date yeah, on the news. Well, we had industry news. We've got a Slack channel and then they were like another guy named Ben. And another guy, they were like, you guys need to watch this. Mm. <laughs> um, Jazz we, in the know. We're not allowed to mention anything about where you work, are we, Jazz? Oh, it, it's fine. I think, yeah, it doesn't matter. She works for the CIA. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hitman. <laughs> ICA. <laughs> we, we use Unreal Engine and we have an animation studio in there that uses that kind of software. So, And they also teach with that kind of software. So they need to know what's going on. Yep. Um, so, rather unreal. I don't know if you've seen the footage, Floppy. Um, I haven't yet. It is. Oh, no, it's not. I forgot to blink a video. Uh, but uh, they had um, Sensua's Sacrifice. 
Is that how you say it? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they had um, a transformation from live action into Unreal Engine 5, and it was oh, pretty I much bet flawless. That flawless yeah. And then they said, oh, yeah, you can, uh, you'll be able to uh, manipulate this on your iPhone. Like, that's what they're going to be able to do. They're going to be able to integrate Unreal Engine 5 and developing into with their iPhone. Why would you have an iPhone? It's rubbish. Get, a, get an Android. Okay, leaving that there. Oh, um, but that's not what we're supposed to be taking from that, right? No, no. That's um, amazing, by the way. Then man. also, they unveiled their uh, Unreal Editor, which they're using for Fortnite. You know how in Fortnite you can sort of create your own islands, create your own maps and everything? Uh, actually, no, I had no idea you could do that. I oh, really? <laughs> no. Okay, you can do that. You can play other people's maps. Uh, and people have already got started. This has been, they've been after this for a while. This engine to create things in Fortnite is so good. Like, someone created a, a COD map and it plays better than the actual COD map. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> but uh, other things, I think I may have dreamt this, but I think someone I may created have dreamt this. Um, in, the, in the Fortnite uh, create, create mm-hmm. an island mode or whatever it's called. I can't remember at the moment. Uh, yeah, created either Mario 64, Peach's Castle, or Goldeneye. I can't remember oh, which one. But it's one the of sort of thing you can do. Either one of them is very cool. But uh, rave reviews about uh, all Why this. do we not play those ones? Uh, we should, actually. We should, go, we should do a stream where we just go through random islands and yeah. just have a good time. Uh, and most important news that came out today, just very, very quickly, oh, Last Ronin yeah, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is getting its own God of War-inspired game. Now, for those of you not in the know, I don't want to give away any spoilers, so I'm asking everyone in the chat, do not give away any spoilers I haven't as read well. this, but I really want to. Uh, last Ronin is the last of the four Ninja Turtle brothers, avenging the death of Splinter uh, and his brothers and all their friends at the hands of Shredder's grandson. So this is a graphic novel, by the way. Uh, well, it was four mis- issue miniseries. Well, it was a comic that's being... Collected. Collected yeah. in, in together uh, and turning into a video game. Written by Kevin Eastman and uh, Peter Laird. Is that the, not the... The original creators. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I only knew that because I only read the first volume, like the original... And the best part, this story was sort of dot pointed down when they were working on the comic series, you know, 35 years ago. Wow. So they've had it in their brains. And you can tell this thing, uh, to read it, is amazing. And I am so incredibly excited to play this game when it comes out in like 10 years. I like uh, Townsy in the chat has called out. It's about Ronan Keating avenging his fallen Boyzone brothers. <laughs> How did you know? Um, it's a good one. In a week from now, Floppy, yes. in, in other news, mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who listen to the show and, and watch it on youtube.com backslash hack the dino or twitch.tv backslash hack the dino, be sure to like, share, subscribe, do the thumbs up and all that sort of stuff. Um... The 3DS and the Wii U are uh, having their eShops closed down. And with that, pretty much signals the end of those two consoles. Valet. All done. Well, apart bye from bye. You know, the billions of physical games that are out there. Well, yeah. But I mean, official support. Like, it's done. Yeah. Nintendo's not going to support them anymore. They're yeah. absolutely done. So the shop does close on the 27th. Now, I mentioned last show that I couldn't work out how to put money on my account. After speaking in our Discord, which you can join if you head on over to hackthedino.com and click the Discord button. It's free. Come on in. We're all lovely people. This is a pluginator. Except for that one guy. Uh, yeah, uh, discussing it with other hackadactyls in there. Apparently, if you go to the Nintendo... If it's your uh, eShop account on your 3DS is linked to your Switch account, like use the same mm-hmm. username, same everything. 
you can... Uh, oh, that's right. It was Dylan the villain who told me. You can go to the website and purchase money and put it on via the website. Switch. Not through the Switch. Not through, not through... I think I remember having that conversation yeah. with Dylan. So you put it on through the website and it links up. So I managed to put, uh, I think, $30, $40 on there and just got all the games I wanted. I filled up... What'd you get? Um, I, I got all the Pokemon games that I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got sort of the exclusive game, so Dr. Mario. I didn't get push blocks, though. I'm still, I've still got a week. I might go... Well, no, I've only got two days. Uh, I, I, if I can find another uh, SD card, I might get that. If not, it's going to be lost to the ether. Um, but yeah, I filled up both my uh, Zelda 3DS, which we can see in front of me, as well as my Metroid 3DS, which is in front of me. They're both full now. Um, I've got things that I don't think a lot of people would back up or sort of are available elsewhere, like the... Um, they had Nintendo uh, Directs on there that you could watch in 3D. <laughs> so I grabbed Why a couple of them. Why would you do that? I don't know, but like it was just a fun novelty that won't be available anywhere else. Yeah, um, yeah. The Legend of Zelda, Ocar- uh, sorry, Majora's Mask. Um, you can get that uh, trailer on 3D. So I grabbed that as well. Uh, and just a hell of a lot of demos. I never played that. Majora's Mask. on. It's not the best version. Play the 64 version. You've got a CRT now. You just needed three hundred dollars to buy the game. I, I got the special edition of the three DS. Oh, that's I, right. I, I found it. That's right. In, out in the wild and got that, it. That's a very expensive DS now. Uh, and apart from that, just the demos that you need to get. So if you're a Pokemon fan like me, I highly encourage you before it's out. It, these are free to get the Pokemon Sun and Moon and Oros, um, uh, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire demos because you get exclusive Pokemon. That was my question. I'm like, is there a yeah. Point to getting so the demos, yeah. It's okay. the only way you can get Ash Greninja. So that was uh, Ash from the anime series. They made a he Greninja. He had a baby with a Greninja. He, so they bonded. That's how he was able to become, you know, uh, synced. Anyway, that's the only way you can get that. I highly uh, recommend that you, you do that. Um, that's cool. Now, Floppy, did you ever have a Wii U? Uh, I do have one now. Did you have one back in the day? No, I had one after the fact. Once they stopped hers, I, I actually I really enjoy it. Same, it's a good I system. I use it to play my Wii games. And the stuff. hub world was amazing. Like you click yeah. on, and then all your friends come down. Yeah, I love and it. And they all got messages, and you can talk to them yep. and send messages yeah. to each other. Some of the art that was in these hub worlds as well was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoy my uh, my Wii U. I chased down a game specifically to play on Wii U at one point. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was after uh, it was after was it Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury came out. Mm-hmm. Bowser's, Sorry, Furry. Bowser's Fury. That's correct. Uh, and I enjoyed the little Captain Toad bit so much mm-hmm. that I hunted down Captain Toad's treasure tracker on the Wii U to play. And yep. Played that through. I loved the heck out of that. Yep. Uh, Game Boy Dad in the live chat has said the Wii U is the only console you can play Xenoblade Chronicles X on. It's true, and it's the only. I think that's the only one I haven't got out of the Xenoblade games. I think I'm the same, actually. I mean, unless you count, like, Xenogears and stuff like that. But. Uh, and also, in other fun news, it's been discovered if you don't use your Wii U, there's a chance it could brick. That's weird. There's <laughs> absolutely no reason. It's completely random. Uh, yeah, your console What's could brick What's the time itself. frame that you should use it, then? I have no idea. I, I assume if it was going to happen, it's happened already. Go and I've turn it on now. Not, well, not now. In about an hour. Mine are uh, all in boxes still, which is why there's none on here, because I couldn't be bothered carrying them all down. Uh, but yeah, it's quite disappointing actually. <laughs> they sort of overlooked that. I wonder what that is. I wonder if it's just a random occurrence that's happened to a couple and they've just like, well, it all happens to everyone now. Yep. Well, they didn't say everyone. It is a random occurrence. Okay. Um, I mean, everything's a random occurrence. But the 3DS 
what an amazing system the DS uh, line or the you, lineage was. You know what was really cool that people don't seem to, well, I don't know, people don't talk to me about it, but I really dug it. Um, I, used to, I work in retail. I used to take my 3DS with me to work and leave Street Pass on. Yep. It was so cool at I used the end to of do the day. It. I used to go to conventions to sell my comic books yeah. and I'd take my 3DS and I would put it there mm-hmm. on and you'd just see it go bing, bing, bing. I completed almost all the puzzles. But you get like only 10 at a time before it's full. Uh, but then you, well, if you walk steps, you can earn coins that you can then yeah. transfer into. So that's another thing as well. You need to go on to the eShop into the um, Street Pass thing where you play all those games and download the exclusive games that came there. There was one that was like based on the stock market. Uh, <laughs> Great <laughs> game. Yeah, I know. But um, things it's like... It's called uh, Gordon Gecko Man. There is actually one called uh, Badge uh, Maker. Or, or sticker thing. It's basically badge maker, make me a badge. It's a crane game with oh. little uh, icons that you can hopefully get. You get two free plays a day, or you give them money. Well, you can't give them money anymore. So, and you can get those stickers, and you can alter your launch screen. Which is, I don't understand why they haven't done it for the Switch yet. Oh, like the themes. Yeah. So like, yeah, you that can, is weird. They have like Pokemon ones where they have little Pokemon uh, stickers that if you win with the crane, which is really easy as well. Uh, they go on like I won some of pixelated NES icons or S- mm, SNES okay. icons, and I put them on the folders with those games in them. I uh, I had some I had a I had a really cool Fire Emblem theme that was like a pre-order bonus. Yep. See, those things are worth money now, and they're going to be worth even more. And a more bravely money. default one. Uh, well, that's there's a bravely free bravely default one. So you want to go into the 3DS the wall, themes and look up the free ones mm. that you can download. Um, also on there, you don't want to forget if you were an ambassador, which was given to people who paid full price oh, for the yeah, 3DS right when it came out. And then like a month later, they decreased it by $200. Mm. So they gave us $200 worth of video games and a certificate. If you have that certificate on your 3DS, it instantly jumps the price of that 3DS model by $200. But you probably don't want to sell it. No, no, it's a collectible. Keep so, it. But a lot of people... Uh, deleted it because it took up room. Oh, so you want to go on there now and re-download, re-download it, it before okay, it closes in a couple of days. Now there is, I'm not 100 percent sure. There may be a chance that you can re-download after they close the shop for good, but I wouldn't risk it. Do you know what I had the option to purchase recently? Speaking of DSs and stuff, mm. um, the the DS Game and Watch collection. Oh, I was bidding on it actually. And it went for a dollar more than my maximum bid, but I was at a work conference and it didn't check. Missed it. Yeah. yeah, missed out. It went for like 51 bucks. That's a good price. Yeah, I was, I was like, if I could get that for 50 bucks, that'd be cool. Yeah, there's one that, that came... was You couldn't get that retail, could you? No, that only came from the, uh, the so Nintendo Rewards the, the program. E, the, e, the little coins? Yep. Points? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the one that came before the one we have now. Mm. Uh, speaking of which... You want to get Zelda Pacross. If you've got platinum coins, I think there's 1,500 or 500 platinum coins, go to the Nintendo Rewards website and get uh, Legend of Zelda Pacross uh, for however much it is because Pacross is a highly addictive game and the only way you can get the Zelda one is through this rewards program. So all these download exclusives are going to make your hardware worth more. True. Not that you'd want to sell it. Preservation. It's cool. Um, Now, while I didn't get all the games that I wanted to get because I didn't have an SD card... um, I'm pretty sure they like Nintendo did a good thing in letting us know, so people could uh, preserve as much. I think the game completionist uh, bought everything as a video. 
he spent like three thousand dollars or something and bought Jeez. every single game. Um, SD cards. Yeah, on the Wii U and on the 3DS, and he has donated them both to uh, game preservation societies, That's which are cool. going to rip them and upload them. So they're preserved, which is what we need, what we want. Uh, but yes, get on that right now. And I just would like to thank the 3DS personally for uh, being a friend. Uh, travel down the road and back again. Oh. We did this last show. <laughs> we can't do it two in a time. We're going to start losing viewers more than normal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Wii U was also a great system. And uh, thank, thank you, Nintendo. Done with that segment. All right, more news. More news. Uh, I really wish Anto was here for this news. Yeah, he picked this. He picked this last year as part of his, uh, his thoughts as to what was going to happen. Was it in his predictions? It was last year. Okay. So he can't get any points this year for it. But Persona 5, the Phantom X, has been announced. And Anto's prediction was that uh, Atlas would release another Persona 5 game before they released Persona 6. <laughs> and he was 100% right. Um, so this has been announced for Android and iOS. It does appear to be a fully-fledged Persona experience this as opposed to wild. some gimmicky mobile game. It follows a new group of Phantom Thieves in Tokyo in a new original story design specifically for smartphones. It's expected to be free to play with in-app purchases, but has no release window for the yes yet, uh, West yet, as it is only being announced for China. Yes, wet. Uh, and even at the end of this, uh, uh, what old mate Joker rocks up as well. I just saw him. I so think. it looks like a uh, a full <clears throat> Persona Five sequel almost. I wonder if Dylan the villain's going to get this. He's a big Persona fan. Well, he'll have to go to China and. Well, I mean, some. I mean, if it comes to the West. But still, that's that's cool. It looks good. It looks Music's real pretty. Amazing. For, like, I can't believe that's on mobile. That looks amazing. Yeah, imagine. Then again, my mobile is like 4K. Like. Yeah, but imagine how quickly your battery's going to drain playing this. Like, yeah, really? They never cool. mention that. No, they don't. That was always been my problem. Uh, even dating back to the old N-Gage. That's right. I had a friend who had an N-Gage. And, uh, that's I used amazing. To, I used to mock him. Not the N-Gage part. <laughs> that I... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so... Words. Words. Next no- news. 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 Can I do this one? Yeah. I'm so happy for this. Yeah, you do it. Uh, Lego Drive 2K has uh, has been... Announced and announced, announced again. Yeah, announced and announced again. Uh, this was announced by another game news website. Actually, broke embargo, so they took the article down. Oopsies. I have no idea who that could possibly be. It's quite... A- wasn't hacked a dino. No. Uh, it was announced officially yesterday, so it comes out in May 19. Uh, Lego 2K Drive will place players in the open world of Bricklandia, love that name, uh, which features multiple unique areas and biomes and that they'll race through while trying to earn the Sky Cup trophy. Uh, every player will choose how they wish to play, whether they want to just drive the open road or take on the game's many challenges, races and more. This is need for speed with Lego. Yeah. I, I'm so in. Yep. There is a you can you can pre-order a special edition that comes with the physical Lego kit to build a car, three different car, three different ways. Right, uh, and it has the season pass of all the content as well. Really? Yep. Huh. I just want to like can I? I'll, there'll be downloadable packs like they'll, they'll oh, get 100%. the DeLorean, oh, Lego DeLorean. That's the cool there. thing is they can then it's Lego so they can release DLC for all of the Lego kits that they own. I assume. Yeah. DeLorean, uh, the Aston Martin DB5. 
Well, I mean, James obviously Bond? there's licenses that they have to pay as well, but it's Lego. They're printing money. I, at the I moment. feel like they've got them already if they've built the actual Lego kits. But then again, who knows what licenses are a funny thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm really... Again, game devs, how do they do it? Because if you can build anything, anything. and race it, how? That's amazing. How, how does it I interact with the world? It's so cool. Like I am so keen for that. It looks very cool. Yep. I thought I'm, it'd be I'm, right up your alley. I'm all in. Yep, I'm all in. Who else is in? In the chat, sound off if you're in. Uh, I saw that Dylan the Villain was in. Uh, do you know what else is in? What's in? Uh, the games are in this studio. They are. There are games. There's some here. Yep. Yep. They're, they're there. And, and maybe you want to tell us a little bit about they those games. a little pricey. Are they? A little bit. All right. We're going to do, do a segment. And it is the top 10 most expensive PlayStation games from my shelf <laughs> not the most expensive ever just no. the ones that are on my shelf that are the most expensive well, floppy ones. put this in the run sheet i uh, i i, I <laughs> chuckled i thought it was funny uh literally so sitting I, on my couch looking at my shelf and i'm like oh, this is that's a pricey game i cannot guarantee i will not be stealing this topic <laughs> somewhere <laughs> down the line when i right, have yours no might ideas. be way more impressive than mine though well i mean for starters yeah ones. having said that nintendo holds value so much more than Anything yeah, else? I know, because nostalgia. Yeah, Townsie's already spied God Hand and Dra- and Legend of Dragoon. All right, so we're going to start from ten. Now, these are based on um, an average of the last sort of like five or six sold prices from these ones okay. that I have uh, that I've got currently. So yeah, number ten mm-hmm. out of the tenth most expensive uh, PlayStation game that I own is this little guy here. Splatterhouse on the PS3. Now, is that? Well, I know we're about to look at the footage right now, but Splatterhouse on the PC Engine is actually a really expensive game as well. Yeah. So this was uh, if I, this was based on the eighty eight arcade game. I'm assuming that right. Was yeah. As well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yep. this was uh, like based on that. So it's a horror themed hack and slash. Uh, yeah, based on the nineteen eighty eight arcade game. It was praised for its graphics when it came out. Its voice acting soundtrack. Funnily enough, I, I don't hear them. Um, you're more than welcome to skip through this if you want jazz. It goes for quite a while if you want to go and find some gameplay and stuff like that. Uh, it was criticized for repetitive gameplay. But it's uh, a hack and slash horror thing. I what know, do you expect? I know. Like, come on. Difficulty glitches. Not quite sure what they were, but apparently there was glitches and they were difficult. Uh, and its controls were not the best. But you use hand-to-hand combat. You use makeshift weapons. You, you lose limbs, but you grow them back over time. <laughs> Oh, nice. So it's like Deadpool with his little hand. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, it was gruesome. It was one of those ones that was just like, it was kind of hitting the vibes that Mortal Kombat did. So it was like really fun, really over the top. You know, parents didn't want their kids to have it, basically. Um, parents, what are they good for? But because it, due to the fact it got you know, criticized quite heavily for some things, it didn't sell as well. Therefore, you know, it just uh, you know, goes up in price a little bit. So uh, that one is. Averaging about seventy-five bucks at the moment. Not Pretty impressive, good. I know, but it's a PS3 game. No, that's not, it's not old. That, that's impressive. Like yeah. that's the type of game that you would find in a, a porn store or something like that. P A W N. I think they know. Just checking because my Australian accent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like these types of games, you should take note because some of these you will find just out in the wild. And give another 10 years, this thing is going to shoot. But PS3 games aren't that collectible at the moment. They're no, they're like really, really cheap. 360 games where they're just in that spot where no one wants them. They're like 5 to 10 bucks. Because PS3 games, you can only play on the PS3. And if you don't have a PS3, they're useless to you. Yeah. Unless you're a collector. Do you remember how much you paid for that? 
No. Uh, I want to say I, I paid less than 10 bucks for it. Oh, well, there you go. Most of my PS3 games that I've got at the moment, most of them, I probably paid in the vicinity of six to eight bucks. Nice. Because it was when local retailers were getting rid of them. They were quite cheap and I just started picking stuff up that I knew was something that I was I wanted to have for some reasons or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that one. Number number nine is a little one. I actually found this in Savers of Savers, all places. I found this in Savers, which is a second-hand op, uh, a charity shop. A charity shop that uh, charges through um, the orifices of your face. Which is okay because they also pay all their staff full-time wages and donate to uh, Diabetes Association. And they also get... like the, not everything's donated to them. No. They actually buy, they buy shipping containers from the Red Cross. Yeah. So, but on the other hand, come on, guys. Like, I overpaid for a Pac-Man on the NES the other day. It's, it's no one's fault. I saw that mine, sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a $60 game. Yeah. I didn't pay $60. No. But I still overpaid. More than I would have liked to have. But I found for... I think I found it for like seven bucks. I found... Kenkabancho Badass Rumble. What's this game about? So this is a PSP game. Mm. Uh, you get to name your characters, you design your own character, and then you travel through, I think it's 47 different schools, fighting your way to be the toughest Bancho in Japan. Wow, so it's like Pokemon, but with fists. Yeah, which is basically like a, a gang leader. So Harry Potter with fists. So it's a, it's once again, there's a lot of beat-em-ups on this, by the way. <laughs> so it's a uh, Japanese beat-em-up, uh, school-based game. Has a new game plus, which I didn't think was very common back then in the PSP days. Chrono Trigger. Uh, I said very plus. common, not, not, not well, never when happening. Well, it's the most famous game in history, then... Yeah. Sorry, is he shooting lasers into yes. that monk's eyes? Yes, he was. That's awesome. There are powers. Yeah. He was glaring. He was glaring, was glaring, was was glaring at him. Yeah. Was it the Care Bear stare? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, so this one uh, regularly goes for around 80 bucks. Oh, wow. Pretty good. Uh, but yeah, it was, you know, it was really good. How much did you pay for it again? Uh, so I reckon it was $7, 7 or $8 that I found at, at Savers where they're on shelf. Good old they Savers. Regularly have their games for four ninety nine or seven ninety nine. Sometimes. Do you know what I, uh, games I saw for four ninety nine at Savers I went to yesterday? What? Good old vets and some dog game. Oh. So I didn't buy them because I, I would never play them. Yes. I, I wouldn't either. Next. All right. Next one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, okay. The very... Uh, it's a console that didn't really take off heaps, heaps mm -hmm. here, which means so the not Sega. a lot sold. <laughs> the... Close, the Vita, this one here. So we got Silent Hill, a book of memories for the Vita. Can I just interject very, very quickly? Yes. Did you see the um, trash talking on Twitter? Between, oh, you probably wouldn't have. Between Brian Altano on Twitter. <laughs> and Greg Miller? No. It was hilarious. Was it about the Vita? It was about... Um, Greg Miller was obviously pushing for Vita being... Um, underrated and everything mm -hmm. and being one of the best consoles blah 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 and Altano yep. was saying no that's the Wii U <gasps> and they were just clashing heads if you know anything oh, about these two like individuals that Titans clashing yeah it the was great the uh, and then like it just blew it it blew it in the end Altano put up a, a vote <laughs> oh. <laughs> so which one and the Wii U won <laughs> what yeah because they'd like to see Greg get angry. Um, and then it just carried on. Like, Greg would take little snipes. And Altano, because he's got such a quick um, wit. I'm just recounting a tweet. This is this is the show now. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, I just like this catchphrase. is um, 
uh, it was something about um, how the Wii U, uh, the Wii U, uh, Altano was on the Nintendo thing where nothing was released for the Wii U for a year. Mm. Or they, they had a, no, when the Wii U was having a bad year, Nintendo was having a bad year. And Greg tweeted at him, oh, the Vita never had a bad year. And Altano just tweeted back, huh. the Vita didn't even last for a year, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, and if you the wanna, fight was on. If you want to head over to Twitter and, and follow people that are a lot funnier than us, <laughs> Brian Altano and Greg Miller. Anyway, let, back back to actual stuff that people care about. All right. Silent Hill, Book of Memories for the PlayStation Vita. Uh, this is part dungeon crawler, part RPG, has themed levels that end in like a puzzle that you need to progress. Uh, you collect experience points to upgrade your, your created character. Uh, the classes involved in this, when you can create your character, are bookworm, nice, jock, nice, goth, nice, and preppy, not nice. And I can't remember what the strengths of each one. I mean, jock was strong. Yep. Uh, bookworm, I think it was, it was slimy intelligence. Preppy and goth, I can't remember what their goth would be metal, and preppy metal. Yeah, preppy would be uh, walking around with a twig up their ass. Ooh, nasty. Mm, mm. Uh, but yeah, the game has five different endings. Wow, five certainly beats Chrono Trigger's 13. On the... Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, if you're a you know, fan of Silent Hills, fan of Resident Evil, this thing, this one is very, very cool. Um, I I can't remember what I picked this up for. I picked it up in retail secondhand, but it quite regularly averages out to about 100 bucks. Oh, nice. Very nice. So that was very cool. It was cool to figure out. Do you think you would ever sell any of these high-end games? Not these ones, I don't think. These no? ones are ones that are mine for good, I believe, I reckon. At yep. this point in time, anyway. Who knows what lies around the corner. Uh, I have done a, a a bit of a refinement over the last year or two mm-hmm. of my games and to get rid of stuff that I don't actually want. Like, I had damn near every Animal Crossing. Oh, cool. I hate that game. <laughs> I know. That's I hate weird. it. I, with a passion. Me too. I think they should put it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> but Jazz also hates Breath of the Wild. And do you know why? Because it's not as good as Jazz. Immortals Phoenix Rising. Sorry, no, Jazz? it's not as interesting as Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> she got jealous that I spent over 300 hours in Breath of the Wild and Parker spent like 600 hours in Animal Crossing. <laughs> wow. That's just rude of you, mate. Mm. So rude. I'm with you, Jazz. Animal Crossing, shit game. Oh, well. All of them. We can't all but Yeah, be... so I sold them. Cause, and it funded cool stuff that I wanted to have. Which oh, was nice. Nice. Uh, which is good. But yeah, number seven on the list of Floppy's most expensive games uh, is a little PS2 game here that I know Townsy loves because he's seen it and he's commented on it. This one here. God Hand. Have you played God Hand? Me? Yes. No, but we've spoken about it before on a show and I laughed my ass off. So this is like a beat em up with a large amount of comedy relief you could say your hand gets removed and replaced with the god hand mm-hmm. to make go fighty fights with uh you can map and string together a large amount of like uh, techniques to the face button so that you can pull off sick combos why are you just staring at nothing like that it makes me nervous oh because anto's in the chat while he's on his secret mission and mentioned the human transmutation scene from full metal alchemist and i was shook Wow, that was I, 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 heavy. I, I was I had flashbacks. <laughs> okay, um, back to God Hand. <laughs> uh, God Hand is very cool. It's a lot of fun. Once again, another beat 'em up because I didn't realize how many there were on this. So. Um, but yeah, three D. Look at the cool 
Hecken. That's a German suplex we just saw there. Wrestling sure. Move. It is. Wrestling move. No, no, I believe you. I don't know what the names of wrestling are. Or a belly to are. back. Some like to call it. This is developed by the team behind Resident Evil 4, by the way. Oh, nice. Good game. If you don't know. Good game. Uh, but there you go. So, Godhand. Uh, look at that. Let's that just go into town on him. You gotta love a little bit of button mashing, don't you? I, I love the comedy in this. I like. It's very kind of. I find it very kind of No Man Heroes. Yeah, I. No more heroes. Sorry. I personally have to love button mashing because it's all I can do. I've seen you play, man. You can do it. Don't give me that crap. I've seen you and Anto go, and you guys have like you use combos as specials, and I'm just like, ah. Yeah, but jokes are funny. Oh. Self-deprecating jokes are hilarious. Okay. And everyone loves them. You're right. And that's, that's how we get the views. Button mashes. Over at hackthedino.com. Huh. Goes for about 150. Way! Whoa, really? 150 bucks for this PS2 game. That's like days before Christmas. Like, it's a horrible game that no one likes, but it goes for big money. You go, why? Yep. That's the reason why. I mean, this is, I, I think it's a great I think it's fun. But is it a cult classic? Like, is it... It has become a cult classic. I don't think it was when it came out. So has it got that Metal Gear uh, Revengeance type thing? Oh, sort sorry. of, like where it's just like afterwards and it built a following? Yeah. Yes. Like, because it's ridiculous? Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. like over the top. It's hilarious. There wasn't a huge following at the time, so it didn't have a huge print run. Mm. Mm. It's like Chrono Trigger, but it's good, Townsie says. <laughs> Thank well, you, Townsie, in the chat. Townsy has no taste, as is well established by him being our top tier Patreon. So yeah. you know you can't really, you, you can't really believe anything Michael Towns says. No, Michael uh, Towns Game Boy Games. He's a good guy. You should go and follow him. Game Boy Games. Boy, 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 boy. Creator of Game of the Sexy, Sexy year. year. The Goatsy Award Last year. went to uh, the floppy game from Game Boy Games. You can uh, play it for when free. You, when you've got that kind of uh, subject to work with, mate, you can't go wrong, really, can you? Well, part of that sentence is right. Which bit? Uh, you can't. Anyway, uh, oh. moving on. Ouch. Floppy, what's the next one? Next one is PS4. Now, I will add, I have this sealed. Oh. I have a sealed copy of this. Ooh. This is... Well, you unwrap it. Unwrap it, Floppy. Go on. Games are meant to be enjoyed. You should unwrap it. Oh, right I 100% on. agree, but I don't intend on playing this one. Uh, it was sell it then. released sell it? here. It's pointless. And then immediately recalled off of shelves. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, cool. To be not sold in Australia. And I was wow. like, well, I'll buy that right now. And give it, because I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, it is Sinran Kagura Estival Versus. I probably butchered the name. Um, but it is a hack and slash action game where girls from rival schools are transported to an island to fight for the secrets of the shinobi. Should we be playing this? I had a quick look and it is, it is fine. Okay. Oh, cool. This looks like a cool fighting game. Yeah. It's, oh, wow. Uh, it's a 2D fighter. But yeah, look, there is some fan service. It's... We'll say controversial due to its possibly excessive fan service. Right. Um, not sure why it didn't get the rating for here because we have other games that do that sort of stuff, but uh, it didn't. So I, I grabbed this game and I grabbed another one at the same time that also was not meant to be sold here. And just, just for, for curiosity, prosperity, yeah. prosperity, curiosity more than anything. But yeah, I have them still sealed on my on my shelf at home. That's I pretty did, cool. I didn't bring that one with me today. I they actually should. that game looks really good. I might uh, look into. Having a look at that. Well, it um, it goes for regularly for 150 bucks. Wow! So that's a PS4 game like, for 150. Surely, surely it would be more. Well, that's just like at, not at the released, moment. That's like what a recall. At, that's what it's at the moment. Yeah, right. But why was it recalled? Well, it didn't get rated, but I don't know exactly why it didn't get rated. I was going to assume it was for the content, but we probably got worse games out there. So I don't, I don't know. Possibly licensing. 
Not sure. Now those hundred and fifty dollar games that were were opened. Right. Mine's sealed, so it's yeah, gonna be, I'm going to go with it's possibly Murph more, but I don't know what because I couldn't open find... add another hundred bucks. Uh, sorry, sealed add another hundred bucks. There you go. So we'll, easy. I didn't put it on the list because I couldn't find a sealed one, so it's it's sitting at number six. Could we give homework to the? Can we give homework? <laughs> yes, yeah, so someone would like to try and find out what recalled? a sealed copy of Senran Kagura Estival <laughs> versus goes for. That would be wonderful. You can comment on the chat. Anto, if you're in chat, <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> He is awesome at finding things online and that have sold and not sold. Yep. Very, very Although cool. he asked me uh, for if I could help him with the pricing of a red Wii that he's got. Oh, and yeah. I said, well, yeah. you are Nintendo. Yeah, you? I did. And I said, yeah, you're probably looking at this price. And he went, oh, I was hoping for much more. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oops. I got a free Wii the other day. Did you? Yeah, black one. Oh, nice. I don't have a black one. So now I've got a black one and a white one. Sweet. Um, number, f- number five yep. on Floppy's most expensive games on his shelf mm-hmm. for PlayStation is a little PS1 game called Team Buddies. Team Buddies. Yes. Okay. Uh, this game is set in Buddy World, which mm. is a peaceful world inhabited by pill-shaped creatures called Buddies. Uh, one day an eclipse occurs and crates fall from the sky. Sounds great. After finding weapons inside the crate. That's a nice one. Mm. Uh, the buddies are segregated by color and begin fighting for supremacy. Cool. It's race wars. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's 1990s race wars games. Okay. Okay. It's a little bit weird. Because it is the 90s and that was still very much a thing. Yeah. Thank no, goodness like is, everything's changed now and we're all over much that. a product of its time. Uh, you probably skip forward in this video a little bit there, Jazz, and we'll have a look. Because it's very much a mix of like, a, like Worms 3D... And a typical RTS style thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worms 3D and an RTS. Yeah. Or worms and an RTS sort of style of thing. Yeah, when right. you come to like your strategies that you can use, your crates that you can use to find uh, weapons and build things up on these little spots. So you move your crates to little spots to be able to progress the game. Yeah, right. But yeah, uh, regularly goes for 160 bucks Why? on PS1. Why? Same reason that I always go about why do shit games get worth more money. Is that low print run? Basically, I believe so. Hmm. It is PS One though, like it's 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 you know in its thirties now, probably late thirty, late twenties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and uh, that's my number five. Number number four is the God of War collection on the Vita. I had no idea this was how much they are. I reckon I've seen this in the wild and I haven't picked it up. So it contains God of War One and Two in handheld mode on a Vita. Like that's pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. No. Is a rubbish port of the game. Oh, really? Yeah. This is like if you want to play God of War One and Two, play them on a PS2. Don't play them. On a, this is like a rubbishy port of the 3D remaster, uh, 3D PS3 remaster, HD remaster. They're like pretty highly regarded as not a great way to play the game, but you could play it handheld, which of course was the only way you could do that. Uh, so you could be Kratos and where Kratos started doing all his cool stuff. Frat Boy Kratos. Frat Boy Kratos in PS1 and PS2 era games on your PlayStation Vita. Yeah. Uh. Now, it don't, on a smaller screen, it does it a little bit more justice. Right. Because it's not quite as choppy. Mm-hmm. And the Vita does have an amazing Please. screen. I'm a Switch player. Choppiness doesn't worry me. Yeah, you've played Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, it is still playable. It is still cool. It's just not the best way to play the game. There's the old Chains of Olympus. Uh, but yeah, there well, you go. I need to uh, keep an eye out for that because I still think I've seen that. Goes for 160 bucks. That's 
Crazy. Why? Again, <coughs> low print run. Low print run. Played. Rubbish game. And it is a <coughs> successful franchise, so people want to collect it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking and it was, you know, you could play it portably. Like back then, that was not that much of an option. Speaking of successful franchises. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Number three. Da, 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 this bad boy right here. Da, 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 In my humble opinion, da, 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 the best way to play the Metal Gear games. Yep. 100%. Uh, this is the Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection for PS3. Uh, I bought this new when mm-hmm. it first came out because I love these games. And it collects, it has a massive collection of games on this collection. So you've got Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 from the MSX. Mm-hmm. You've got Metal Gear Solid from the PS1. You've got the Metal Gear Solid VR missions from PS1. You've got Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 and Peace Walker. Oh, you got everything. And you had... Um, no 4 though. No 4. Because 4, you can only play on the PS3. Yep. But you had graphic novel, I think you could read on this as well. Yep. Uh, it's because they released two mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, versions of UMDs this. of the graphic novels. Mm. But you could also had on the disc, it had a... Um, download code. had a download code, but it had like a, an encyclopedia. Yep. An encyclopedia where you could go through and download an encyclopedia of Metal Gear. And everything to do with the stories, the characters. All written by Kojima. It's so much content. It is hundreds of hours of content. I purchased this brand new from yeah. Shin Tokyo about a year and a half ago for like $30. That is unbelievable. <laughs> like brand new. Unbelievable. And there was others there. Because it is now regularly going for 180 bucks. That's crazy. But like it's well worth it too. Like there is so much content on there. 180 bucks to... is not out of... Like is cheap, I think. You do have to download some of the games, like the MS game, MSX games. I think you have to do through the store in order to, like, you have to redeem. I them. believe so. Yeah, so it's, they're not all on the disc, but most of them are. Actually, oh, you know what? I reckon one of them. No, I reckon the MSX ones are on the disc through one of the discs, and they're on the main menu. I might sure. be wrong. It's been look. a while, but yeah. Uh, also, just you know, many of you know that is Ben and I's sort of favorite franchise, or one of our favorite franchises. And my favorite game of all time is Metal Gear Solid yeah I like how he's allowed to touch my stuff I'm not allowed to touch his oh please it's not valuable it's 180 bucks worth that's not valuable yeah you touch some Game Boy no because they're worth over uh, more (laughs) (laughs) they're worth over more ha I just pooped (laughs) right that brings us to number two number two number two you will have noticed uh, these are all standard editions of games yep I didn't think because I have a lot of collector's editions as well you do I was like Standard editions of games, the most valuable ones, the ones that you can find in the wild a little more easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figure that's what I would make up, comprise this list of, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is why we're on the lower end of the scale for prices and stuff. But yeah, uh, number two, PS1 game, just down here. A few people have called it out. I know Napoleon's called it out. I know Townsley's called it out. The Legend of Dragoon. Now, this is getting a remake as well, isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. Well, it has. Is, has. One of the two. I'm not sure, yeah. It exists at some point. Uh, so RPG uses turn-based and real-time elements, nine playable characters. I have not played through this one yet. Oh. No, I picked it up a while ago and it sat on my shelf, but it's always been on my to-playlist. you got a PS2, oh. don't you, that you can whack and play? Got a couple of PS1s that oh, I can play it on. Um, or a PS2. Is it just me or have PS1's value dropped substantially lately? Uh. Like, I saw a boxed one for 50 bucks the other day. Why didn't you tell me? Because I want a boxed one. Well, I... 
contacted the guy and it was already gone. Oh, but okay. <laughs> but it, I've seen them for like 75, 100 bucks, something. Is yeah, I am on the hunt for, well, on the hunt. Like I would like to have a boxed PS1. Yeah, right. I've got my childhood PS1. Mm-hmm. I would love to have a boxed one. And then, and then I'm good. Oh, I got a new Xbox One the other day, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Oh. Okay, so this game, Legend of Dragoon, regularly. Well, I've seen, I think I've said regularly all the time. Uh, the average price that it sells for at the moment, 250 buckos. That's crazy. That is actually crazy. Which is why it's at number two. It's in a really good condition as well, your yep. copy. It's good. Discs are good, no scratches. So it's, no. so it's just like Final Fantasy then, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, Townsend in the chat says he picked up Dragoon for like 15 bucks and sold it for 100 about 12 years back. So 100 bucks 12 years ago. It's pretty it's good. Unreal. Pretty unreal. good. Which brings us to the top of the list. Now, you haven't put it there. I haven't. I've I, we got a run sheet here which mm. has all this stuff written on it. Mm. And I've just written surprise. Can I guess? Of course you can. Does it have anything to do with a snake? It might, but I didn't say I was going to answer you. Snake in a big box. I did say no collector's editions. Oh, you did too. But then sometimes I break my own rule. <laughs> yes, I knew it. I knew it. Only because it's one of the uh, things that I don't have in my collection. It's one of the things that uh, Ben doesn't have but I do is my... Metal Gear Solid Collector's oh, Edition. Oh, limited edition. What do, they call, what do we call it? The uh, limited edition premium package. Amazing. That's what we call it. Uh, so this contained the Metal Gear Solid game. It contains some stickers for your memory cards, a t-shirt, uh, a soundtrack, a poster, double-sided poster. Did I get any? Oh, dog tags. And the little cartridge stickers. Yep. I said that one. Oh, did you? Sorry. Yep. I was too busy um, looking at it going, man, that's pretty. Now, I know it's not a collector's edition. Uh, I don't know whose <laughs> video that is, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> some dude. Some dude. Some guy. Thanks, uh, some dude, for letting us use your footage. Um, oh, incidentally, uh, you know how we use other channels' footage? Yeah. Someone dropped a comment, like, and it's obviously from the uh, one of the shows we use the footage from, because he goes, oh, thanks for watching, guys. So, oh, <laughs> whoops. Oh, whoopsies. <laughs> it's all right. Like, our 12 viewers will forgive us. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, this is the most valuable PlayStation game in my collection because it is worth... Priceless. It is priceless to me. I would never sell this. I remember one life. of the first times I met Floppy outside of uh, where he worked. He was wearing the T-shirt and I yelled at him. <laughs> I was wearing the T-shirt. Oh, I've worn it. And I've I did it yell many at times. Um, um, it's one of my favorite T-shirts. So the only... Other one of those that I've seen mm. is in Super Potato in Akihabara. Oh, I signed? That is signed by Kojima and Shoji. Yeah. And it just says underneath in English, not for sale. <laughs> yeah. Fine, I guess I'll steal it. But I actually don't know what they're worth because like, you never see them. Like I couldn't find a sold listing. Oh, I couldn't find an asking listing. Easily upwards of 500, especially if it's complete. Yeah, and it is, is, is complete. Easy upwards of five. It wasn't complete for a little while because I'd lost my copy of the game and Ben helped me replace that. That's right. Mm. Lent it to oh, I've lent it to someone. Look at dog tags. Look. Look at the little dog tags. Yeah. Yeah, so Jazz, you can buy it for Fashion. me if you like. Th- those dog tags are still in there sealed like I've never taken them out. Oh. I did, however, in the 90s, use a couple of the um, stickers for the memory cards. Yep. But then I've still got those memory cards anyway. <laughs> oh, and you're never going to sell that. Nah. Like you said it no, yourself. No, no, no. This is, yeah, this is mine. This is one of those things that goes with me. 
to it goes to my children that they're not allowed to get rid of when I leave this mortal earth. Yeah, see, I've got my copy of Super Mario Brothers, mm. which was the very first game I played and is responsible for me being a video game fan and a Nintendo collector. Yep. I've told Parker, my daughter, when I shuffle off this mortal coil, she can do what she wants with all the other stuff, sell it, but she has to keep that one game. Just that one game. That's yeah. all I ask. Yeah, she probably and, won't, because you're never going to know. And if she doesn't, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I've told her that um, I will haunt her. If, if I am able to haunt, I will be haunting her. That's, that's my promise to her. Now, I'll do that. You, you were going to talk about briefly a, uh, a Xbox? Oh, we... yeah, yes. Yeah. So I picked up an Xbox the other day. I haven't got a... Oh, I've got a photo on my phone. What kind? Uh, an Xbox One S. Right. Um, but is the Gears of War I two saw terabyte this. two terabyte model? I saw this in our Discord, which you can yeah. join over at hackthedino.com. We got a collection pickup channel where it we is, all brag about all the stuff that we picked up. Very very cool. It has like uh, a phys- it has like physical elements to it as well. Like it's got gouge marks through it. Nice. Um, and same with the controller as well. So I have the matching controller and console, and I I also have the Gears of War three. Uh, Xbox 360 that came with two controllers same sort of style of design and I've got that one boxed wow that's right you got it off a friend didn't you I did good old friends who don't know what they've got oh no he knew he just knew I appreciate it are you planning on keeping them they're going to be in your collection yeah that's my that's my Xbox One now that's yeah, just right. the Xbox One that I have so I, I I was thinking the other day and I think I'd like with each sort of console to have one of at least each yep that was my goal for Nintendo stuff and and maybe Maybe either make that one a limited edition one or have a limited edition one and a standard one. Maybe two limited. No more than two of each. Yeah. No, I, I don't fair. need it. Yeah. I, I feel exactly I like, And I don't have way. any room for them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how many 64s from here. One, two, three, four. I've only got five, about 11. Six. They're all different <laughs> colours though. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. And I, I, I think I'll, yeah, I'll limit it to at least two. No more than two of each. But um, that one was very, very cool. I, I really like the Gears of War consoles. They, and I like that the 360 and the Xbox One were similarly themed. But we've been Hack the Dino. This has been our gaming cast where we bring you the past, present and future of video games, news, previews and discussions. We've talked about a whole lot of things tonight and you've listened or watched with your uh, holes that are in your face conveniently. Mm-hmm. If those holes don't work, uh, I'm sorry. See a doctor, <laughs> a whole doctor. Mine weren't last week. I had to get a fix. Go see the Pope. The Pope, because he fix whole holies, holy. Yeah, Fluffy. Yes. What do you do when you're not here? Well, I uh, a couple of things. One of them is I am Batman. fiercely loyal to he's Luke Batman Perry. Yeah, I'm his biggest fan, actually. Luke Perry. Yeah. Really. Love Luke Perry. Yeah. Well, may he rest in peace. Mm. His son's a wrestler. He is Jungle Boy. Yep. For AEW. Yep. Great, great, great production. Uh, MJF. Yeah, big fan of Luke Perry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I'm not too busy being a big fan of Luke Perry, uh, let's face it, I just do that all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I post some things on Instagram. Oh. At Floppy Plays Games. I post the things Luke, that I've... Luke Perry fan account? There you go. There's my Instagram page. There's things that I have purchased, things that I own, things that I enjoy and would love to share with no my one. happiness via photos, not you don't actually touch them. Yeah. If you go, what was the last one I put up there, Jazz? They're very, like, if you go up to the top... My little, was it, oh, it was my little Nintendo collection that I picked. My little Nintendo games that I picked up. So I've been playing Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Love that game. Oh, I'm eager to see what you think of Metro Prime. Have you played it before? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh. I, I, I did pick it up on the GameCube. Oh, you did? Ooh. I picked it up on the GameCube. Uh, thank you to Anto. Oh, good old Anto. Um, 
But yeah, Kirby's Return to Dreamland has been my my lunchtime chillax at lunch games. I have a bit of have a bite to eat and sit back and play some Kirby. How far are you? Uh, uh, most of the way. Oh really? Most of, yeah, probably not far off finishing. Finishing. Can you cheese it? Finishing. Pardon? Can can you cheese the whole game? Just fly uh, up the top? No, you can't. No? There are areas that you can. Certainly are areas that you can just cheese over. That was a Wii U game, right? Did they port it over? Wii, I think. Wii, Wii game. Wii game. It was oh, a Wii okay. game. Wow. They yeah. ran out of Wii U games already. <laughs> well they haven't reported all they haven't re- they haven't ported all of them, have they? Jazz, do you have do you have an account you want to plug? No. You don't want to plug it? <laughs> no. I'm not on social media. Just kidding. I just I don't see the need to plug mine because it has nothing to do with retro video games. Jazz is a, a wonderful dancer. Very good dancer. Out, like, legit. And I artist. quite often watch the little reels that come up on Instagram. Pretty phenomenal. She is. Fantastic. Like, like Michael Jackson phenomenal. Yep. She does this sort of stuff. <laughs> oh. Yeah, 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 he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, move yeah, along, yeah, babe. Yeah, yeah. Move, yeah. No, no, no. Nah, mate, go. the keys have spoken. <laughs> I've got to plug my stuff. I think you like, just did. Yes, plug your stuff. Okay. So Which one I, first? I I, uh, I put up all my uh, finds over at Mr. Benjamin on Instagram. Uh, it's Mr. Benjamin, one word. The Mr. is me and Benjamin's my name. Well, it's, it, it's me. Instagram.com backslash Mr. Benjamin's where I put my stuff. You might see some True. stuff that I picked up there. Oh, do you know what I also did the other day? Nope. Uh, the, it, in fact, it was the same day that I picked up all those Game Boy Advance games. Mm-hmm. In the morning... I uh, went to uh, the gentleman who used to own one of the comic stores here in Adelaide. I do. I'm aware. And I walked in and he had three comics waiting for me. Uh, Jazz, can you just go to the comics that were waiting for me when I walked into Tony's? Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, no. This one? Yep, that one there. Are they, now, did you need these to finish a run? No, I needed these because they were early appearances of the Green Goblin. And when I, I say early it. appearances... You mean uh, 60s? Yep, so you got not, you got issue... What issues are there, Jazz? I can't read. Both us uh, old men can't read. I know there's 26 and 27 down the bottom. Yeah, 20... July, oh, is that what the issue number is? Yeah. 26, 27th, and up the top is the 23rd of April. There you go. So very, very early... Uh, so within the first two years. Appearances of Norman Osborn and the Green Goblin. Look at that. I've got Sonic Colors too. Uh, I also picked up our friend of the show, Sean Fuster, a complete set of the Jim Lee X-Men cards. Nice. Uh, I found... Uh, oh! What? What was that, Metal Gear? That was when I um, picked up the, uh, the all the Tamagotchis. Oh, He had that there yeah, for five bucks. Yeah, uh, yeah right. so Sean Fuster, I bought all the uh, Jim Lee uh, art cards. It's my favourite artist. My favourite comic book artist. Yeah, I was very fortunate that Sean didn't want them anymore. Uh, the <laughs> only ones that aren't there are the hollows. I also got uh, Bosch. From Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, no, Bosk is next one over. What? Box was, Bosk was the next picture over, I think. No, it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Right? oh, it's me. <laughs> right, yeah. And that's yeah. me. Oh, it's Bosk. I was doing the commentary for World Series Wrestling again. So that was fun. I get to do that again in October. Uh, and then a 10-back cool. Donatello that I purchased a while ago for what too much money. 10-back? So the 10-backs were the very first release of... Ninja Turtles. They only had 10 characters you could buy and then uh, they bought out more. So there are 10 characters on the back of the car? Correct. Yep. So I have... Always self-explanatory. I have a Splinter 10-back and I have a Donatello 10-back. So only 8 more to go. <laughs> Super I, I once paid with a 20 and, and got 10-back. Boom. 
Boo. But I also do... Uh, oh, jeez. GameCube Clone Wars. Nice. I also do a uh, another uh, little side project called Bad Game Arts, where I look at all the bad game art from the uh, early... 2000s and mostly the, the 90s. One. All right, so we'll bring up Bill Lemire's basketball. It's the third one there, Jazz. The basketball one. So uh, he's going for a dunk while also punching someone in the face. Wow. In body armor. And this is happening in 2030. So remember, seven years, we're all supposed to dress like this. Man, I'd do it, that it now. It like he's punching a super small man. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he's Bill Lamar. He'll, he'll punch out whoever the fuck he wants. They, their, their forced perspective is a little yeah, bit out of whack. Good. Yeah. As Michael Towns in the chat has just pointed out, I love how the game's set in 2030, but he looks like he's in his 20s. <laughs> yeah. That, my friend, is the power of ego. Yeah. Uh, another game as well. Middle one in there, Jazz, from an old uh, magazine Z-Zap. called Zazap 64. Oh. Look at those renders. Where's that knife coming on from start off with? Well, he's holding it in front of him like that. I know, but I couldn't... I, at the start, I thought that was Bruce Willis. That's Arnie, man. I know, but it's Arnie Arnold from Commando. What is wrong with his forehead? Have you ever met? No, you haven't met. Have you ever seen Arnie? Well, all right. Let's look at Michael Keaton there. Why is he having kidney problems? I don't understand. That's why he looks like his Batman. Have you tried to wear that suit? Well, I don't turn green. Oh, okay. That's a bit weird. Um, Robocop. Can I just say, I love this cover of this magazine. Really? Roger Moore, Robocop, Commando, and Michael Keaton, Batman. That Roger Moore's really good, though. Roger Moore looks great. That's look at his awesome. gun, though. I want to say that that is yeah, from... No, that looks fine. That is from the cover of For Your Eyes Only, I think. Yeah. Does it say that somewhere? No. For your eyes only. Well, fine, if you guys... That's just a really good illustration. I guess I'll just delete it. Boom, boom, boom. Delete the whole thing. It's fine. It's bad. I didn't say it wasn't good. I didn't say it was good art. I just said I love it. I love heaps of trash stuff. It's the worst one that you've shown. Well, you know what is the worst one? Go to that one. Fantasy Star for the Seeger. What's going on with that guy's back? I think he broke it. To the left there. Has he got boobs? Is he pooping? Is that what he's hiding? He's hiding his poop? He what? pooped so hard he snapped his spine? I f- yeah. No. So, <laughs> I like how the artist just goes like, nah. I like how that little <laughs> cat thing's looking at you, judging you. He's looking directly into your soul, probably feeding on it. Actually, has she got a fluffy boa as a sword? No, no, it's power. Is that, Are you sure? Because her power looks like fluffy boa. No, it's, it, just, it's, it's the alignment of the hips and things that looks funny, so... Like, so why why is uh, oh, why like is her the, boobs are twisted to the right, but her, her hips are twisting to the left? Yeah, yeah, she's walking. This looks like a fold, but I don't know. It's all around here that it's a bit wonky. But it's how a normal person walks and looks. It's really not. I just like the guy's spine. It like must be this long. It's nice. It's nice for once for one of these covers to have the guy that's disproportionate <laughs> with his spine as yeah. opposed to the female who usually is. But also, in the defense of the people that make these, like, good on them for just making stuff. No, fuck them. Because they finished it. (laughs) Like, you have all these other artists that never finish anything, and then you've got these guys that are just charging forward despite their inability to draw. Well, it's not an inability to draw. If you can sign your name, you can draw. But this is kind of like, there's not, there's some good parts in it. Like, her face is good. His face is good. Ben, Ben is just. He's just so shriveled now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's nice when... No, no. I, I think you're right. ...but a finished work. Like, finished, not perfect. I am the king of starting artwork and not finishing it. So, <laughs> And that, the guy's back isn't that bad. It yes, is. it is. Awful. It's the worst <laughs> thing ever. 
You should check it out. See how bad it is over at Bad Game Arts that I put a lot of time and effort <laughs> into. Only right to way. be ripped apart from those I care most about. Uh, your your game said nothing. What's that one? Mm. <laughs> it's now been it's good game arts hosted by Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll be I'll sell why it's okay. Why it's not the worst thing. Is why that, it's okay arts. Is that Rambo? That is Rambo. No, no, no. Anyway, um, I just yeah. What do you think of that one? I'm sure that the people who made these are the worst critics of their own stuff, and then like we're just no, no. roasting them on. Ben's the worst critics the of their own stuff. It's only because I hate everything. Okay, but we've been Hacked the Dino. This has been our gaming cast where uh, we, we bring you a chuckle and a, a laugh and a gefolk. Um, uh, just, a what? Just a gefolk. You know what a gefolk is. Yeah, it's when you fart so hard it cracks your back. Yep. Okay. Gefolk. Wow, I just did a fart joke. I have to retire. I'm sorry. Yada he, Jazz. Yada Jazz. Stop. Yada. <laughs>